In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Tech Basketball is battling to defend their ACC title, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Half more right for Tech, a crossover down the lane, takes Audrey, fakes the three, crashes in, and dumps it down from the baseline! Jordan Usher with malice on the dunk! We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Tuesday evening to you. Yes, a special Tuesday edition of the Josh Passner Show. Georgia Tech barely having time to unpack its bags before it hits the floor again tomorrow as ACC play continues in McCamish versus Virginia Tech. A big Busy stretch for the Yellow Jackets who split their road trip over the weekend. A win on Saturday night at Pittsburgh. And then a hard-fought overtime loss to Syracuse last night. Tight turnaround. Tough opponent this Wednesday night at McCamish. And a lot to talk about over the next 60 minutes, which we look forward to doing with you. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Your questions always welcome for the head coach. You can tweet with me and Andy Demetra or call us at... 404-231-1680, 404-231-1680. As we await the arrival of Josh Pastor, quick recap from last night. Georgia Tech again shook off that slow start syndrome. They jumped ahead of Syracuse 12-3. The game was even at halftime, and Georgia Tech held Syracuse without a point for the last 307 of regulation to help them claw back from a four-point deficit to force overtime. Georgia Tech had the ball, 22 seconds left in the OT, down by one, had three good Good looks, but none of them could find the bottom of the net, and they had to exit the Dome late last night with a hard-fought but frustrating 74-73 loss to Syracuse. This in spite of holding Syracuse on its home floor to 32.9% from the field, and a game that featured yet another career high from Rodney Howard. Boy, this is about as revealing and welcome a resurgence offensively for any player that I can remember. Rodney Howard had averaged less than six points per game, but over the last three games, career highs, 14 versus NC State, another 14, and a double-double in the win over Pittsburgh, and then he surpassed that on Monday with 19 points and 10 rebounds versus Syracuse before fouling out. Certainly, we will want to pick Josh Pastor's brain about what he's seen in the growth of his 6'10 junior from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Jordan Usher recorded a double-double of 13 points and 14 rebounds versus Syracuse. Michael DeVoe had 14 points as well. Again, you can't fault the effort, the ferocity on the defensive end, but Georgia Tech just couldn't get that last bucket to drop. And so a split of their road trip, but good to be back here in the embrace of the home fans at 9 p.m. tomorrow when Georgia Tech takes on Virginia Tech. And in that, let's welcome in the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well, Andy. A tough loss last night. Um, I actually texted you this morning. You and I were texting. And you know me, I'm Mr. Optimism, Mr. Positive. But losing, when you lose games like that, or you just lose in general, it definitely takes a toll on you. 
Um, there's no doubt about it. It takes a toll on the head coach, takes a toll on the coaches, takes a toll on the players, takes a toll on the fans, you know, because you want to win every game you play. It takes a toll on, on – Especially when you, your team is competing so hard. Yeah, and it takes a toll on everybody. And so uh, I woke up this morning. I, well, actually, we got home. I didn't even sleep. I felt – I dozed off about 5.45 and was back up about 6.15. And then I was just – you know, kind of on my couch uh, playing the woe is me card, you know, feeling sorry for myself and like, how, you know, how do we lose this game? We should have won the game, you know, this and that. And, and I, and I texted Andy and I was like, maybe we should just do the show today. You know, I mean, can we just tape it and cancel? I, mean, I was just, and then I snapped out of it. I said, you know what? I'll be there at seven tonight. I got to, I got to stop. I got to stop the attitude of feeling sorry for myself. So I was feeling a little sorry for myself for about 30 minutes and I snapped out of it. So, um, um, but uh, but but anyway, that being said, yeah, because of the loss yesterday, and we'll talk about Pitt obviously here in a uh, here in a second. And in fact, wait, do we have a game before? Oh, it was the NC State game. We got to talk about too. Do you really? I, talk I don't want to talk about that, but I want to just I want to talk about the situation. So, because okay. we have three games, so sure. um, and and just and, and, and all that, because we you know three games since our last radio show, but um, um, so yeah, that le- last night was was a tough one. But let, let's let's do this. Let, let's start at um, you know we'll kind of just start. I'll give you an overall view of the week. And then next segment, we can go back and maybe talk about individual perform- games and things like that. Um, but, um, um, well, regarding, regarding the, uh, the, the whole week, it was, it was an interesting week. There was, a, there was a, a lot of stuff this week. When I say stuff this week, we played Tuesday versus NC State last Tuesday. We were not, our first half was bad. We just had a bad first half. Unexplainable. Um, it was. I was extremely disappointed in in how we came out that first half. I did not see it coming, Andy, because we ha- we we should have won the game the previous Saturday versus Virginia, and um, and we had a good practice on Sunday, good practice on Monday. When I said I just didn't see it coming, and a good shoot around, just there was nothing in the run up that yeah, suggested your you, guys would be flat. Usually, you know that, uh, and and, me, and and I and I was thinking, you know, is it the long school day on Tuesday? Is it the eight o'clock start? Wasn't a lot of energy in the building. And 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 no one to blame but ourselves for the way that we performed. We just, we were just not good in that first half. And I was really, my blood was boiling. Um, and you, and I don't know if you heard my post game. And we, you and I did our post game. But then when I was up in the, in the uh, press conference, I apologized and I was furious. You know me, I'm because I'm, I just uh, our standard of what we do here of. of in our six years that I've been the head coach here, um, you know, look, we've we've had some tough losses. There's no doubt about that. But 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 99% of the time, I mean, we've played our tails off. We compete. We defend. Again, there's some times where I actually think we play pretty good defense, but you just got to give credit where the other team's pretty good and they make some tough shots. And And, you know, sometimes even against our zone, when I tell people, like, Sometimes our zone's really good, and it and it throws people off. And our zone, and we have played multiple defenses and multiple zones, and it throws people off. But there are some times where our zone's good, but the other, t- you know, when you play zone, you do get open shots, whether it's against the Syracuse zone or our zones, whatever it is. There's going to be opportunities, and then it's the, the part of the zone is supposed to throw you off a rhythm, not get that so, same normal shots that you get most teams 98 percent of the time they spend in practice is working on their man-to-man plays so the things that they get the shots they get are within man-to-man offense 
And so the zones for us, for example, uh, Virginia Tech, the first time we played them, they scored 40-something in the first half. But when you look at the tape, um, um, they had our zone, it wasn't the zone. Our rules were good. We were moving and flying. They hit some tough shots. We had a couple breakdowns, but they scored a lot in, in, against our, our zone defense, whereas the year before they couldn't score against it. So that happens, and that's the thing with zone. Now, my thing in, in North Carolina State, what I was furious about is we weren't flying around multiple effort plays, playing with our hair on fire in that first half. We were much better in the second half, but we had dug ourselves such a hole it was too late. And um, and that's what I was furious about. I mean, we again, like I said, we've had we've come out where maybe our starts weren't as good or we're down, but the, but we defended at a high level. And sometimes the other team you're in the ACC just hits good shots or good teams that you play. And so um, <clears throat> so that's where I was really really just I was very very upset because um, that just is not my standard, Georgia Tech standard, the mission of Georgia Tech, um, anything on that first half. And But but to our guys' credit, man, I, 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 we drove them hard Thursday and Friday, and we had been playing really good defense leading up to that game. So I don't know what happened. We've had struggles offensively leading up to that game, but our defense, even versus Virginia, the, the game before, we held Virginia to 38% from the field, 22 from three, forced them to 11 turnovers, which they never turned it over. So we, we just – you know, um, it, but they responded. I was thinking about changing the lineup going into Saturday's game. In fact, you got to put the starting lineups in at 10 minutes um, prior to tip-off. I was not sure if I was starting the same five. I was because I was that upset because it was the standard. I held it to the seniors. I was because those guys are the captains. Those three seniors with Khalid Moore, Michael Devoe, and Jordan Usher. And they knew, I said, guys, this is not our standard. It's not my standard, not your standard. It's not Georgia Tech standard. It's not Yellow Jacket Nation standard. And we don't, we don't, we don't do that. And, um, um, and so uh, um, I tell you what, Thursday we had an intense practice. Friday we had a great practice. Saturday, Friday night we had an intense film session. And I, I told them how I felt. I told them how I felt Thursday. I told them how I felt Friday. And, I, and we had a, the, probably the best shoot-around, maybe my six years that we've been here. We had, our shoot-around was outstanding on Saturday. I just know when we're ready to go. I just know. And that's sort of the little bit thing with NC State. I don't know what happened. Now, I was, I, like I said, good practice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Looking back, anytime as a head coach and don't play as well, you have a performance that you're not, that you're not happy with, you're always looking back what could have been differently. And there are some things maybe about, look, we didn't do enough contact on Sunday We didn't because we on Sunday we did all non-contact because we just got done playing Virginia. Monday I did very little contact. Maybe that was the issue. We didn't do enough contact. And you know me, even our shoot-arounds, I like having physical contact. Um, but I also knew the stretch that we were playing from, you know, Wednesday, Saturday, and, 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 and the travel from the, the previous week, um, being both games on the road. But um, uh, but we responded, and uh, they responded on because I, I got into them. And I'm telling you, I told the guys, I was frank with the guys on that Friday. I was like, listen, I don't know who I'm starting on Saturday when we enter the tip. Like, I don't know. Like that, cause, because of our defensive performance and the way we came out, anything's on the table. Everything's on the table. I mean, any, I could start walk on. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm starting the young guys. And um, I was you know, intense on that. And, and man, I was in that locker room going into pit and we'll talk about the pit and Syracuse game. I want to, in, in, in leading up, you know, next segment, but I, in that locker room, cause you got to put the starting lineups in 10 minutes prior before, uh, you know, per the rules. 
And I'm telling you, I didn't. I, if, you, if anyone saw me, I was, or we were on. The, you know, if I don't know if you saw me, but I was walking with Tyler Benson, who's our <clears throat> director of basketball, um, who puts the starting lineups in, who tells the scores table what the lineup is before the 10 minute mark. I was walking out with him at um, <clears throat> 10:30 on the clock, and Mike Stamus was like, "Hey, we, we we have to get this in now." And I I'm telling you, I didn't know because as as Michael DeVoe, Jordan Usher, and Khalid Moore came off the floor, I asked him, "Are you guys? What's the deal, man? What's the deal?" They go, you know, and they said, "Coach, we're ready. Whether you start us or not, we will be ready." And I felt in my gut when I when they told me that I could see that their their look. I said, okay, I got their attention. They understand that that we're not having that one game again ever. That is not that's not my standard. It's not our standard. We need you know, and um, and I felt it then that their look in their eyes and the way they're ready to go. And we um, I told Tyler, let's go with the normal starting lineup. We put the lineup. We got it right in at about ten minutes and three seconds. If it went in at nine fifty nine, there would have been a technical foul. And uh, called on Georgia Tech. Now I don't think that would have gone well uh, for the fan base if we started out down, you know, them shooting the fouls because we didn't get it in. But um, that's kind of how intense I was about that situation. And um, and and we'll talk about it next segment. But to that credit, those guys responded. But that's how close I was yeah. to changing the lineup because the standard from the previous couple of days before in that first half was not the standard of Georgia Tech. They got I they got our I got their attention and and I felt even before that we were getting better. We were getting better. That's why I was concerned about that one game, but we have gotten better. We are getting better. We just, you know, need more wins to show for it. But let's talk about Pitt and Syracuse next segment. Yeah, they got that message loud and clear. Led to a very spirited 40 minutes against Pittsburgh. 68-62 the win over the Panthers, which snapped a three-game Pitt win streak. The Panthers have been playing with a lot of confidence going into that game. And, of course, it set the table for last night at the Dome. You said you needed to pick me up. How about some calls? The phone lines are open. 404-231-1680. 404-231-1680. If you have a question for Josh Pastor, we're just getting started. We'll take a break. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. 
It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel-drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales plan based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scanny Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting ScannyEnergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScannyEnergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And the Josh Pastor Show is brought to you by Coca-Cola with zero sugar. And now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Find out for yourself. We welcome you back to the Josh Pastor Show. All right, let's pick up where we left off. Coach, Steel City and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Saturday night. You took on the Pitt Panthers, team that had won three straight. Their confidence was overflowing. You got off to a strong start. Pitt, as we fully expected, Chipped away, they clawed ahead, but then a run at the end of the first half got you guys in the locker room ahead by nine. You doubled that and stretched it to an 18-point lead. Pitt made a rally at the end. You were able to withstand that and got the 68-62 win. Take us through that game. Yeah, well, I thought we had a great start. Like I, you know, I just talked about last segment about how we got to that start, but we really jumped them. I think we were up 8-2. Was that correct, Andy? Something like that. 10-2. 10-2. So we, our start was really good, and obviously just, you know, previously we haven't been starting good. We haven't been starting well, and um, that was a uh, that was an issue. And But we jumped them. I thought defensively we were really good. And what won us the game, there was three segments, the start of the first half, the end of the first half, and the start of the second half. And that gave us enough cushion because we were up 10-2, as you mentioned. They did end up taking the lead 24-23. But then we got up 37-28, I think, at the end of the first half. And then we got up, I think, 53-37 in the beginning part of the second half as the second half went on. Now, they cut the lead to four, um, but Michael DeVoe hit that huge three in front of our bench. Let me say a few things about that game Over the just overall. We held Pitt, I think, 41% from the field, 25% from three. They came in. In their last five games, shooting the ball as well as anybody in the league, maybe the hottest team in the ACC. Um, you know, Horton 
Uh, number 12 was a great three-point shooter. Ugly, I think we did a great job on, on Ugly defensively. He Now, he started scoring the second half, getting to the free-throw line. Um, but... Uh, um, and we had we had again. I don't. We only had 11 turnovers, but I think we had 18 assists, if I'm not mistaken. That you know, we really had only I think four turnovers the first half. We had seven the second half. Part of that was, you know, we had turned over late against their press, but 18 assists both games this week. On both um, for Saturday and Monday, we had 18 assists. I'm pretty sure that's the correct stat. Uh, 18 assists in both games on 26 made field goals on actually both games. Am I right on that? Uh, both were 18 and t- 18 assists on 26 made field goals, but defensively we were really good, um, and uh, that was that was uh, um, you know we really I thought our zones we we played man we played different zones and I thought that kept them at bay. Was I right on that stat? Uh, 18 on 26 versus Pittsburgh. And what were your Syracuse? I think 18 on 26. Could well have been. Give me 30 seconds. I'll, I'll have that answer seconds. for you. I'm going to give yeah. you 20 seconds. You can get it done in 20. Well, no, that that is contingent on the strength of my Internet connection. Okay, but so continue. if you could check on that. Okay, so 18 and eighteen assists on 26 made field goals. And, and, and it's very important to me. We talk about seven three stops in a row. Seven three stops in a row. Um, and um, 18 assists on 26 made field goals yep. against Syracuse. So back-to-back, um, you know, sort of like that stat. Uh, that you had when we played at Boston College. What was it, 50.1 for the last three wins? Yeah, something like that. You know, your last three it games at Boston, at Boston College. College, you guys shot an identical 50.6 yeah. or 51 point whatever. But uh, 18 assists on 26 made field goals. But So three stats that really stand out for me. Um, and or three things, and I talked about this on the board, seven, three stops in a row. We had to get seven. We got six first Pittsburgh. Um, I talked about winning the 50-50 ball battle, which we did against Pittsburgh, and then 60% of our assist, 60% of our field goals, made field goals, need to be assisted. And obviously 18 assists on 26 made field goals is, is over that. And uh, that's an important stat for me because that's when you know the ball's moving, the ball's being shared, um, and as my saying is, the open man's the go-to man. The go-to man's the open man. And I just thought overall we played really, really well versus Pittsburgh from start to finish. Now, look, I know towards the end there you got a little hairy um, <clears throat> based on, you know, the pressing. And and we had a couple turnovers there. Now, Davon Smith, who did a nice job for us, ended up getting hit in the head. And that's why he is not playing. He did not play against Syracuse. And um, is um, you know highly unlikely to play Wednesday versus Virginia Tech, and um, would be highly unlikely to play Saturday versus Notre Dame because of the head injury front that it, that sustained that he had sustained versus Pittsburgh. But a couple things in that game, I thought everyone that played it came in and contributed did a great job, and I thought um, Rodney Howard was really good. Um, you know, you look at the games that he's played; he's continued to get better. And and if you look at the games from Virginia, even North Carolina State, even Pittsburgh and Syracuse. I mean, what big is playing better than he is in the ACC with the with the, with the numbers that he's put up in the way that he's playing in that in that in that segment? But really did a nice job. I thought he did a nice job on Ugly as well too. Um, and Ugly's really good down there at the block. Um, <clears throat> Let me ask you about Rodney because yep. he's having career highs, but he's also fouled out or has had to skirt foul trouble in most of those games as well. As you break down the film of Rodney. Are there any recurring types of actions that's getting him in trouble that he needs to relax on to avoid those kinds of fouls? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, there's just some th- times where the 
you know, he's got to protect his first foul because the first foul is just as important as the third or fourth foul. Protecting your first foul is important. And protecting your first foul doesn't mean not playing hard. Protecting your first foul is being really sound and fundamental. And sometimes on wall-ups, he's bringing his arms down or there's, um, you know, he's turning his body sideways. So he's just got to really stay in there and just be really, you know, a great wall-up guy, as I like to call it, doing your work early, fighting for your feet early. Um, but, um, you know, so those are things that he's got to avoid, uh, and really just protecting his first foul is just as important as anything else. But the Pittsburgh game or the, uh, yeah, the Pittsburgh game, you know, so we were, and I thought Michael DeVoe played really well, really well. And, um, and then he had that three, you know, they were coming back. He had that three on the opposite side of the, of the bench that there was nobody around him that he missed. I know people are probably thinking, what kind of shot is that? But I'm also, on the other hand, thinking, look, we've had issues scoring. And there's, you know, when, when Michael DeVoe, who's your top offensive guy, is that wide open, even if, you know, even if it was within a transition situation, you're going to encourage him to shoot it because you might not be able to get that same shot within the half-court possession. Now, could he have taken some clock probably but I wasn't up, I wasn't that upset on that shot mm-hmm. he the second shot he took same distance that wide open we were they were really making a comeback we were up for only four and it was in front of our bench and the dagger was that shot that that went in and um, that we were able then to extend the lead and that gave us the cushion that we needed uh, but that was the that was the the shot right in front of our bench and um, so I was really proud, you know, that he and he stepped up and made it. That was a big shot. And then from there, we were able to win the game. But um, I thought Jordan Usher's stat line in that game, he was really good, had a bunch of assists. Uh, I think he had eight rebounds, scored for us, um, had some steals as well, was really active in the zone. I thought our zone the second half, you know, gave him, kept him again off rhythm, kept him off, off uh, you know, not able to get into a, to a line of, of, you know, play and and like i said you know in our zones it's different than man you're always going to be able to get shots against zone it's that you're trying to get them out of rhythm shots and and disorganized and a little bit disoriented shots where there's not always the shots that they're used to when they're playing man-to-man you know type of offense or working against man-to-man offense but um so overall it was just a really great win for us from start to finish i thought khalid moore really gave us good minutes debo coleman hit some big threes the first half sure did to really help extend the lead for us and uh like we talked about rodney howard was really good for us in that game and uh, i think pitt's good i mean pitt's a good basketball team ugly down there at the block is is a load obviously and and um, Coach Capel has them playing hard, and and uh, you know they had lost some close ones even earlier in the year at Virginia and and Notre Dame. So um, you know, great win for for the Jackets. It was a great bounce back win to be able to bounce back. And and I know we'll head to Syracuse next segment. We'll talk about the Syracuse game, but uh, um, it was a really just a great win to be able to get that win after the performance that we had on Tuesday in that first half. And, and how the guys responded to our practices Thursday, Friday, and shoot around on Saturday. 
Yet a quick turnaround. As it turned out, you had a long bus ride from Pittsburgh to Syracuse due to some mechanical issues with the plane, but you also had the tailwind of a big rally the troops win against Pittsburgh, which set the table for last night at Syracuse. Still want to hear from you tonight, 404-231-1680, 404-231-1680. Your questions are welcome on Twitter as well. At Andy Demetra is where you can find me. We'll take another break. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventurer, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Novus Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Novus Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you've bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The 
latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And the Josh Pastner Show is brought to you by Georgia Power. Visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics Power on Georgia. Special Tuesday night edition as we squeeze this one in between the game last night versus Syracuse, the game tomorrow night, and we'll see you here at McCamish, 9 p.m. the tip time between your jackets and the 8-8 eight and eight Virginia Tech Hokies. Before we dive into Syracuse, had a question on Twitter from Greg asking about the status of Saba Gigiburia. Yeah, Greg. Uh, Saba, just, you know, Saba's uh, um, <clears throat> going to be a really good player. Just has to continue to stay the course. He's got to continue to get better. Um, you know, the biggest thing with Saba is improve, continuing to improve his motor. Now, he's never going to be just some, you know, r- flying up and down the court and all like that. That's not what I'm talking But he's got to keep improving his ability to play with the intensity level and the motor that is my standard for him. And um, And he can get there. Whether it happens this year or not, still to be determined. But he's got to continue to practice, stay ready, and um, and 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 he's got to make a big jump in this off season. He does have good size, but the intensity and the motor for him to play at, regardless of his height, is the key to be able to be successful in the ACC and and playing for me based on. You know, which I thrive on or believe in, and which is you know a big deal with us is just the com- the competing part of it, and and um, and he's got to continue to 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 ratch that dial up um, in that motor department, uh, Greg, and that's that's kind of the big thing with Saba. He's skilled, he's talented. I'm excited about him. Think he's got a chance to be really good. This off season is going to be humongous for Saba for his for his development. All right, thanks so much, Greg, for the uh, question again. He also, the phone lines are open as well, 404-231-1680. And in that, let's turn our attention to Syracuse. Boy, that one came down to the bitter and bloody end. You had those cracks in the final possession, but just couldn't get him to go 74-73 against Syracuse. What did the uh, tape reveal to you afterwards? Well, first of all, um, you know, we, we, uh, we were supposed to fly to Syracuse on Sunday from Pittsburgh, but there was a mechanical issue with the plane, and as I've said it many times, you're always better being on the ground wishing you're in the air than being in the air wishing you're on the ground. So we had to make a decision to eventually bust to Syracuse. It ended up being about a six-and-a-half, a seven-hour ride with the stop that we had to stop you know, for, for some food. So about a seven-hour deal to get to Syracuse. Um, so that really shot our day. Um, we were scheduled to practice. We had to get to the practice gym late at night just to kind of work our legs, get some shooting. And then um, and then we just did our shoot-around and film on Monday. Um, and we did our, all of our academics on the bus and then on Sunday night after dinner, uh, even though it was late. <clears throat> so, you know, I was, I was a little bit concerned, you know, just, you know, how we're going to respond. I thought our shoot-around uh, uh, started a little slow. Then I had to jump the guys. And then we picked it up defensively, you know, and that's obviously a different place to shoot at than, you know, than most any other place you're going to shoot at in, in America. It's a unique atmosphere and a unique place to play. And, um, and you know, you're, you know, you're playing their zone. So we had just come off multiple games, so many games. Now Pitt actually played us some zone late in the game. So, but we, before that we've worked zone stuff against our, um, you know, in practice, but we haven't, you know, really, no one's really zoned us this year until Pitt 
in the last few possessions of that game. So, um, but, I, you know, I tell you, our start was great. I think we were up 8-1, was it, Andy? Um, yeah. We were up 8-1. We were up 15-9. Then, of course, you know, look, Syracuse is good. They made their runs. But at 33-33 at half, and um, you know, what, what I thought was impressive in the second half was Syracuse played most of that second half in front, but you never allowed them to get on that game-breaking run. They had stretched it to six at one point. You felt like things were tipping in their favor, but you guys dug in. Debo Coleman hit back-to-back threes when you guys were down six to bring it back even. It just seemed like you stubbornly refused to let Syracuse go on a run that would put the game out of reach. Yeah, no, I mean, I was really proud of our guys, and I thought we really defended at a high level. I mean, we held Syracuse to 31. Percent from the field and thirty or thirty-two from the field, thirty-one from three. Um, The biggest difference in the game was they had fourteen. We we had fourteen turnovers and they only had four. Now we did not run zone one possession the entire game. We played man. Now obviously we we do a great job of forcing teams into turnovers, but we do that through our zone and the way we play our zone. Uh, We did not play any zone, so it was all man on. on uh, yesterday night. But I tell you what, um, I was really proud of, of, of how we defended. Uh, proud of, you know, I thought we really did a nice job attacking the zone. We had some turnovers in some areas that we just didn't need to happen. But um, I tell you, just reviewing the game film, just a few things that stick out. Uh, we are up, you know, we always tied 33-33. There was a couple threes. They had hit four or five threes the first half. All four or five were based on us gambling. You know, we allowed them to get some open shots based on us, you know, not staying solid within our defensive principles, within our defensive rules. And, um, <clears throat> and a couple of them, you know, and look, Syracuse is, and we told the guys, they're they're the probably the toughest team. They're the they're the best team at making the toughest shots in the country, and they shoot the most toughest shots sometimes. I mean, they shoot tough shots, and um, and they got four guys on the perimeter that can always score the ball. And Gerard, both Beheims, and Swider. Um, and so, um, look, it was a heck of a battle. And I thought we really did a good job executing against their zone. We got great looks inside. Rodney Howard had another career high, but he was really active. He had big free throws down the stretch. That wasn't easy. Um, I thought Jalen Moore came off the bench and gave us really good minutes. I've been bragging about Jalen Moore for a while now, and I've been saying this. You know that. I've been saying about how good he's going to be. I said he's, I, he's a different player than Moses Wright, but he can be that type of guy that when it's all said and done to be that kind of you know accolades in that realm. And people are like, man, where did he come from? Like, where was he re- – like – like we're, we're, how did how did he end up here? I mean, you know, I mean, so um, I'm I'm excited about Jalen Moore. I thought he for a freshman the way he handled himself in the zone, but he he did a really good job defensively, and he's quick off that floor on on you know contesting shots and had a couple blocks, had a couple good bat, rebounds because he is such a good jumper and quick off. He's a quick jumper. Um, I thought Miles Kelly, another freshman, gave us really good minutes. Didn't play a lot versus Pitt. Only played about a minute thirty versus Pitt, but was just really, really good for us on um, on yesterday. Came in, hit a couple big threes, got some big rebounds. I think had about four rebounds. He's getting better. He didn't come in here playing any defense. I can tell you that. <laughs> or was he? Or and he took a lot of <clears throat> plays off. 
didn't play hard all the time. He's now learned how to compete, to defend, rebound, and sticking his nose in there. I'm really proud of Miles. And obviously Debo Coleman, who's is a tough, hard-nosed young man, is who's, who's going to be really good. He's had a really good freshman year. Hit big threes for us the second half. Didn't make him the first half. Had some good looks, but hit some big threes for us the second half. As you mentioned, we were down 59-53, back-to-back threes. Then he did get fouled in the three-point shot, hit two of the three free throws. Um, and um, <clears throat> so I just thought, you know, of those young guys, obviously we didn't have Davon Smith. We didn't have Davon due to the fact of the head injury, um, uh, which will which has put him out yesterday, which will most likely put him out Wednesday, and which probably puts him highly doubtful for Saturday. But, uh, um, <clears throat> but you know, so we had to play guys. That's why those freshmen had to really step up. We played eight guys, eight guys double-digit minutes. Um, Kyle Sturdivant, you know, there was that one play, and Kyle hit a big three. He missed that open three. but That then, showed a lot of moxie by yeah, Kyle. And then he shot the next three that he was open, and he stuck it. A big, big three. He had that one drive where um, the, the, it was like the zone parted, the Red Sea parted, and he was right there to shoot it, and he tried to throw a pass. And, that's, and he's a really good pull-up jump shooter from about 10, 11, 12 feet, and he should have shot it, and he, and he passed it on that. Same thing in, the, in, that, in, that, um, in the, in the end of regulation. We got the ball to Jalen Moore at the high post, and he turned, and everybody went to Michael DeVoe. He was wide open, and he, instead of shooting it, or driving, and he turned around and tried to pass it out. And I talked to him last night and today about. It. He says, "Yeah, coach, I was so I should have shot it." And um, um, and and the reason, you know, looking back, because you had Jordan Usher in the middle there. I didn't have Jordan Usher in at that point, but but that group of five had, was playing so well defensively and got us back in the game that I, you know, I, you know how I do it, Andy. I just kind of go with the feel and the flow as the course of the game goes. And I just felt good about that group. And I got the ball right to Jalen right at the ACC, and he was so wide open, and he didn't shoot it. I wish he did. Uh, even if he missed it, so what? But but he didn't shoot it. And then we got it back to Mike, but it was late on the clock, and he was trying to dribble me another pass and back to Mike. Um, and but, but that all being said, I thought Jordan Usher had 13 rebounds, five, five assists. He's got to be better about his turnovers got to be better about his turnovers he's just got to improve in that area not turn not turn it over as much and and really be sound because he's a great passer he's just got to be better than that I thought Michael DeVoe you know he had great looks in in great looks three awesome looks in the end of overtime to win the game and if I, I tell you, if you told me that Michael DeVoe is going to get three wide open great looks to win the game in Syracuse, you think one of them is going to go in? In the last possession, I said, "Man, where's that bet?" Even though I don't bet, I said, "You know, that's just unbelievable." And he had great looks. And, but I tell you what, he did a great job defensively guarding Buddy Beheim. Did a great job. Really proud of Michael. I thought Khalid Moore did a great job on the glass. Was really active defensively. Um, you mentioned, you know, uh, you know. I mentioned about Kyle, how he, he he's just, you know, he's getting better. He continues to get better. Had a great game for us. Hit some, hit a big shot, and then obviously, as we discussed about Rodney, a couple plays that stick out. Um, and even Jimmy, Coach Beheim said this at the in in his press conference. The 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 whole game came down to that three point shot by Michael Devoe right in front of our bench, same place as he shot it against Pitt, and it literally went in oh. and out. 
and they came down, and Buddy Beheim hit a tough contested three in front of their bench. That's a six-point swing. We would have gone up four with the two minutes and 30 seconds to go in overtime. Instead, we're down two with two minutes and 30 That was a six-point swing. Jim Beheim said that was that would have been a backbreaker for them if they made it, and it was, it was the other way around. And um, That stuck out. Michael DeVoe hit that three-pointer to start um, uh, overtime, but then Cole Swider... Jordan cut the screen underneath for a split second, and Swider got a little room and stuck a tough three. And then there was a big kid where Rodney fouled out, who, you know, uh, Buramas, or, you know, um, drove the ball from the wing, and he got the and one. Um, and he's, you know, and that, that was a big play. But, um, but all that being said, we had three chances late to win the game, and they just wasn't able, you know, we had great looks. Um, and, but we got a lot of stops. And so that's just the way the game goes. It's such basketball is such a weird game because it's so all about momentum and, and energy. It's an incredible game, but you just don't know. And uh, um, you know, Syracuse is a tough team because they make tough shots. And then when we size down, when Rodney fouled out, that hurt us on the glass. They got a couple second and third opportunities without Rodney being in there. And I did not put Jordan Mecca or Sabin. I went small because of offensively. We made some big plays. I thought Jordan Usher had a great offensive rebound to give us a second shot. And then Khalid kept the ball alive and got the jump ball back there in regulation. And um, and then we had, the, you know, the ball got knocked out of bounds off of their foot. It was a correct call. And, and we had a design play. And Jordan was right there. And then Mike was open. And, you know, we found Mike. And he had a great look. But, you know, that's just the way it goes. And you're just – and it was a great opportunity for I thought our, I was proud of our young men because, again, our defense, we had 18 assists on 26 made field goals. The, really, the difference is we had those 14 turnovers compared to those to their four. And, you know, that makes a big deal, uh, those turnovers. I wasn't, you know, there's also a play that I, we, we were, there's about eight, right before the eight-minute timeout, I called timeout because we were just trading baskets, 54-53. We were down one. And they called a foul of about three seconds on the shot clock on Kyle Sturdivant. I did not like that call whatsoever. Kyle Sturdivant on for Gerard, a three-point shot, and I, you know, looking at it, he didn't. He got his hand. There was no foul. He, he, he and that was a big play. Looking back, should I have called timeout? But we were going back and forth. We weren't getting stops. We needed to get a stop. That was a big play. But in the end, it all worked itself out. We had opportunities. That's all you could ask for. Um, just didn't happen, but I'm proud of our guys. We, we're getting better. We just need some wins to show for it. Sometimes the closer you get, the crueler it becomes. And it's a. It's not a yeah. game of inches. It's a game of centimeters. By the way, I know we got to go to break, but I was working out in the hotel when I was working out in the hotel. Um, my fa- one of my favorite movies of all time, Heat. You ever okay. seen that back in the '80s with Al Pacino and Val Kilmer and and um, De Robert De Niro? Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So was Danny Trejo. Um, Trejo. He was in the workout room, so he's working out. Wait, wait, wait. Danny Trejo was in the workout room at Sy- in the Syracuse. What? So I'm working out. I'm like, and he's and he's pumping this iron and he's going crazy and I said and he's looking at me and I'm staring at him and I said hey are you that actor and he said he said yes I said you're one of my favorite actors but you didn't know his name I did know his name okay. but I didn't want to just say I just said are you the actor he said yes so we started talking I said can I talk to you about the movie Heat when Robert De Niro shot you to death I, I, started, I was thinking why am I asking him that you know but in the movie we started talking about the movie Heat 
He was there in Syracuse, New York, filming a movie called "It's Like the Wonderful, the the, the wonderful, the Wonderful Life." You know that Christmas Carol yeah, movie? Yeah. It's called the 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 Wonderful Binge. Um, uh, um, the, the what is it called? The Wonderful Life? It's a wonderful. It's life. a wonderful life. It's called. It, this is called. It's a wonderful binge, meaning it's something instead of watching. It's, it's supposed to be this negative guy, and it's supposed to be a funny thing, but it's going to come out. He's there in Syracuse for like two weeks filming movie. We've got breaking entertainment news, courtesy of Josh Pastor here on entertainment tonight. Wow, this is great stuff. We do have to hit a break. You have my curiosity peak, though. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. It's the Josh Faster Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales plan based on calendar year sales. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scanny Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting scannyenergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannyenergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka. The Coach Collins Show, the call of every game, and Atlanta's hometown team bringing you the latest on the Jackets. This is The Fan. Georgia Tech 
basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Well, I don't know if I can ask you any other question that would top that Danny Trejo sighting you had in the hotel room on Monday in Syracuse, but I'm going to do my best over the last 10-plus minutes as we welcome you back to the Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Well, you know, and, and before we were flying to whichever game it was, I forget which game it was, I, I ran into Chris Pratt. Who at the Atlanta Air, at the Atlanta airport, and ran into him and and um, was talking to him. I was staring at him because I said, I think I know that guy. He was filming because they got the um, the um, uh, the the action the aviation deal or what's it the um, Avenger um, Avengers. Yeah, but 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 they're they do the 3D. What's the thing they do here in Atlanta for the movies? Um, you know all the action stuff like the mm-hmm. the cinema stuff. But anyway, he was here filming a movie and but yeah, Danny, I. I Great actor. I read all about him, kind of his upbringing beforehand. But I love the movie Heat. The amount of elite actors and actresses in that movie is incredible. So I was asking about Pacino and and um, and everything. I said, "Hey man, how long did you get the film? Did they shut the highways down when you guys were doing your your thing? And you know that diner, you know the you know all that. I was asking everything. So how about that? I said, "Hey Lynn, I'll let you finish your workout." I, I asked, I invited him to come to the game. But he said he had a dinner deal he had to do that at 8 o'clock that could day. Could you at least hook him up with some Georgia Tech swag so I, we I, can I, see Danny Trejo and the tablets wearing I, GT I, I should have. I should have done that. Unbelievable. Well, uh, more pertinent matters. You got Virginia Tech here tomorrow, and we'll start breaking this one down. You guys met on February 2nd at Castle Coliseum. I know Virginia Tech made some tough shots against your zone, very clinical in that first half, and that yeah. margin stood up. Uh, what are some of the takeaways from that first game, things you want to address, things your guys need to sharpen to ensure? a different outcome tomorrow night yeah no we just we we've got to make sure that we're we're ready to go uh they did they did score 40 something you know it was like 44 35 i think the first half uh, they hit some tough shots against our zone we came out in a triangle and two as a first possession and storm murphy hit that three i mad at myself for doing that because he hit a bunch of threes for them that game and that gave him the confidence to get that going because they came in on you know, with some losses coming in, or they had beaten Florida State. In fact, I think it was, and they then they had eighteen of twenty-five threes. Yeah, from threes that game, and then um, so I knew, but we really went because I locked in on on Allen and um, Couture and was saying, okay, Storm, and he hit that first three of the game, and that kind of got them going. We went small a lot of that time period. Um, that was hard for us. We really got hurt on the glass. By Aluma and and um, Mutz. Mutz, they were playing volleyball down there. So we got to be better about that for sure. Um, you know, and then off it, we we had too many turnovers again. We forced them. You know, we had some chances to come back. These and we opened up the second half two for fourteen. They're a very solid defensive team. If you look at their rankings on their length of possession defensively, they are one of the slowest defensive teams in America. They make you get to. Uh, I mean, the way they play, they are really good on that first side. There's like Virginia. They're very similar to Virginia defensively. And um, they're just, you know, they, they really extend the possession and the length out because they, it's, it's, it's hard how they, you know, they, they make you play. So we'll have to really get to the second and third side. It's going to be hard to get on the first side to score against them. We can't be two for 14 to start the game, to start the second half. Those things are recipe for disasters. All right, we'll take one final timeout. Wrap things up with head coach Josh Pastor after this. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventurer, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Nova Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it can also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Guarantee. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. All right, we got a sprint to the finish line. Georgia Tech versus Virginia Tech, 9 p.m. tomorrow night. We'll see you here at McCamus. Less than a minute in the program. Coach, break down the keys to a win over the Hokies. Well, the keys to a win is we got to take care of the basketball. We got to defend like crazy. We got to get seven, three stops in a row. We got to get 60% of our field goals assisted, and we got to win the 50 50 ball battle. Kevin Aluma, a preseason all ACC performance. 
performer. He had 24 in the matchup in Blacksburg earlier this month. See if Georgia Tech can hold him in check tomorrow. Most importantly, though, we will see you here. 8.30, the pregame show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. We'll put the ball in the air at 9 o'clock. Only two more opportunities to catch the Jackets at McCandless this year, so make sure you get out and spend your late Wednesday night with us. And on that, we wrap up this week's Josh Pastor Show. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. He's Josh Pastor. For our network engineer, Miller Pope, I'm Andy Dementra. Thanks once again for listening to the Josh Pastor Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great night, everyone. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.